That's what we're, we're left here for, to seek the lost. Counting on Jesus, amen, to make it all so, amen. Very good song. I like them words in that song. They, they tell what our purpose is uh, for all those that left here as being parts of the body. I want to thank Brother Rodney for leading us in songs. And I wasn't in here when the communion was done, but I imagine uh, Brother Menace did it. Amen. All right. Thank you for leading us in that. And thank you all for, for being here. Amen. See some from other congregations and, and, and any guests that we might have here. We're just glad that you chose to be here tonight and worship the great God of heaven. If uh, I want to thank Brother Matt for reading the, of the text. And if you would join me in John chapter 21, we're going to read it again for emphasis sake. That's John chapter 21, verses 1 through 6. John 21, 1 through 6. And it reads as thus. After these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. And on this wise showed he himself. There were together Simon Peter and Thomas called Didymus and Nathanael of Canaan in Galilee and the sons of Zebedee and two other of his disciples. Simon Peter saith unto them, I go a fishing. They say unto him, we also go with thee. They went forth and entered into a ship immediately. And that night they caught nothing. But when the morning was now come, Jesus stood on the shore. But the disciples knew not that it was Jesus. Then Jesus said unto them, children, have you any meat? They answered him, no. And he said unto them, cast the net on the right side of the ship and you shall find. They, there, they cast therefore and now they were not able to draw it for the multitude of fishes. Jesus, until he was taken back up to heaven, was always discipling his disciples. And, and even here, he had a lesson, not only for them, but for us as well. We, I like to go back and, and see uh, those lessons that we can gleam out of uh, what he was doing with his disciples and, and him teaching and bringing them along and, and, and bringing them to maturity the whole time he was in his ministry. I want to share with you a little story before we get started. There was a, a marketing director of a large brokerage company. He tells a story about one of his grocery store clients located in the upper Midwest. It, it seems that the store could, could not understand why a certain time every winter the sales would plummet. They studied their product line. They interviewed customers and they did everything possible to uncover the mystery. Finally, 
someone made a remarkable discovery that changed everything. It seemed that whenever it was really cold outside, the manager would raise the temperature in the store. When the customer came into the store, they found it was too warm for them, so they took their coats off and put their coats into the market cart. This meant less room for food in the cart and resulted in reduced sales overall. And that makes sense. I mean, if, you, if, you, if, if you're a family and you come in there and, and, and it's hot in there from being you know, cold outside and everybody take their coats off, rather than walk around or carry them and put them in the cart where you got less room for the food in the cart. So the manager being made, being made aware of this lowered the temperature of the store. The customers kept their coats on. And as a result of this, the sales climbed back up to the levels they were accustomed to. See, his adjustment resulted in restoring the sales back to its levels. I, I, I want to talk to you this evening from the subject, making adjustments. Making adjustments. See, from time to time, we all will be faced with either voluntarily or being made to make adjustments because of life's situations. See, there's a lot of things that's going to cause us to make adjustments. See, see, our bodies won't be able to do what it used to do Amen. 10 years, 20 years ago, and we're going to have to make adjustments. Some of us might be retired or going into retirement. We're going to have less money than what we had. We're going to have to make adjustments if we haven't planned for that. See, some people will lack opportunities, and they're just going to have to make adjustments because of that. And, and then there, there's going to be a number of other things that will cause all of us to, to make adjustments. And, and that's just what this text is talking about. Okay? Making adjustments. And when we look at verse number 1 of chapter 21, it says, after these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. After what things? Afterwards, you, you have to go back to chapter 20 to understand what, what, what things he talk, he's talking about there. And, and, and in chapter 20, it was ending with Jesus had came to see them in, at evening service. See, you can miss a lot sometimes when you, you don't come back to evening service. See, see, Thomas, he missed Jesus appearing because he wasn't at evening service. So... So, so, so Jesus had to make a second appearance to him so that he could see that. But, but, but after that, and, 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 and people doubt Tom. They, 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 they tagged him with the, the, the name Downey Thomas. And, and, and you know, I, I studied that once before, and, and, and it made sense. I mean, Thomas wasn't a bad person. Thomas just required a, a little more evidence, you know. I mean, if, if we were people who... who are easily changed by so easily. You know, one minute you telling me something, and I say, yeah, right, and I believe that, and I walk from here, and I go over here to Matt, and Matt telling me something else, and I say, yeah, I believe that, and then what I'm telling him is 
opposite what I told you. And then I go over here to Brother Menace, and he tells me something different. And, you know, after a while, you say, he kind of fickle, ain't he? You know, he just, he just changed his mind without, without having any evidence. Anything he hear, he just changed his mind. Well, Thomas wasn't like that. Thomas said, look, just show me some evidence. If you show me some evidence. And after he was shown, that, when, when, when Jesus showed up and Jesus said, you, uh, Thomas, why did you doubt? You know, and it, he didn't give a whole lot of excuses. He said, come here, come here. Touch my hands. Touch my side, you know. And after he touched them things, he acknowledged, he said, my Lord and my God. See, he just needed a little more evidence, you know. And there's nothing wrong with that. We don't want to be a person who just changed their mind without any evidence. So, so he, he wasn't like it. So, so Jesus was now, Jesus had told them prior to this meeting here, where verse 1 says about, he showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. Well, he had told them back in Mark uh, chapter 21, I mean, Mark 16 and 7, he, he told them, he was, it was told to them to, that he was going to meet them in Galilee. In fact, in, in, in Mark chapter 16 and verse number 7, this was on a Sunday that he arose. And Mary, the two Marys, and Salome had, had met there at the, at the tomb and uh, on, on uh, approaching there, they, they wanted to know who was going to roll the stone away so that they could go in and, and see the Lord or retrieve the Lord. And when they got there, the stone was gone. But there was a man dressed in white there, and he told them, don't be afraid. Don't be scared. You know, he said, he said look, he said, Jesus, that you look, he's gone. Okay? He said, but he said... To go, he said, go tell the other disciples and Peter that he'll meet you in Galilee. Amen. So this was when he was meeting them at, because this Sea of Tiberias is the same as the Sea of Galilee. And so he was meeting them there. Verse 2 says, they were together, Simon Peter, Thomas called Didymus, Nathaniel of Canaan, in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other of his disciples. So we got, if you was counting, we got seven of his disciples there, okay? Seven of his 12 that he had. He got seven of them there. And so Simon Peter, in verse 3, says, Simon Peter saith, saith unto them, I go a fishing. And they said, Simon Peter, after he said, I go a fishing, they said, look, we're going with you. And, and, you know, sometimes when we get distracted from following the Lord, see, sometimes we'll revert back to what we used to do, okay? They were fishermen by trade, and they, they, they were going back to fish. See, one thing about them is that one reason they might have done this because when Jesus was alive, see, you, you, 
when they go into a town or go anywhere, the people were supporting them. They was feeding them and giving them. Now that Jesus is gone, see, now they got to fend for themselves. They got to, they got to revert back to, what you know, they were getting this stuff free while Jesus was around. But now they have to go back to supporting themselves. So what better way to do that than their old trade? To go, I mean, Paul, he didn't want to put that on them. He was a tent maker. He, he went to his trade when he had to. But they, they decided, well, we're going to go back and do what we used to do in order to support ourselves. So in, in verse 3, it says, Simon Peter said unto them, I go a fishing. They say unto him, we also go with thee. They went forth and entered into the ship immediately, and that night they caught nothing. Now, somebody would say, well, what kind of fishermen were they? All night long, they ain't catch no fish. You know, but, but, but see, that's not necessarily a bad thing because the fact that they caught nothing all night, I believe, was divinely ordered. That was God's purpose in them not catching anything that night. See, see and, and, and the reason I say that is because, see, fishing at night it's the prime time for fishing. I'm no fisherman, but I, I do know, know something. I think I got common sense, okay? See, see, fishing at night, especially if you're fishing with nets, okay? See, you, you drop a net down, and you expect, you, you expecting a school of fish or some fish to get caught up into that net because uh, being dark in the water, fish would blindly just go into the net, okay? being at night, okay? They can't see, they, just like we wouldn't be able to see uh, under there. So they were blindly going. So you got a better chance of catching fish at night than during the day. But to fish all night and you didn't catch nothing? I mean, that's, that's, that's got to be God's intervention. So, so why would God do this? See, l let me ask you this. How often does God put our plans on hold simply because what better, what, what better way to, to show the miraculous to us than when we made a bunch of plans and we looking for this thing to work out just like we put it down and God said, that's not my plan for you. That's your plan. He's saying, now, what, what better way to, to see the miraculous than for God to, to, to let us get to the end of all our ways? We didn't, we didn't try this way and that way and the other way and with no results. Or he let us get down to nothing because he's up to something. See, sometimes he'll just let us just, man, that ain't easy. That's, that's not easy for any of us, you know, because the unknown will, will, will rattle us. You know, we, we'll run off and do something just to be doing something because we don't know what tomorrow, and we just need an answer right now, you know. And God say, I got an answer for you coming on Tuesday, but Monday I'm going out, I'm, I'm doing everything I can do to get this thing done, okay. I, I, we, we can think back of instances in the Bible where, where, where God told Sarah, that you're going to have a baby. 
Sarah say, look, look, I, yeah, I know what God said, but look, look, I ain't no spring chicken, you know, and, you know, Abraham, you know, he, 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 he ain't no young stud either, you know, and, 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 and things ain't working like they used to work, you know, so, and how are we going to get this promised child that he told us about? So we got to work, Abraham, look, we got to work this thing out, okay, look. I, I got a girl for you, okay? So, look, we're going to use her in this plan. You know, see, see, that's what we do. When we start putting our plan in the work, God say, look, I got you. Just, just wait on me. I, I've already ordered this thing up here. They back here trying to work this thing on out. And, 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 and all the stuff that they created by trying to go ahead of God's plan. And she had the child just like God said he was in his time. Not in, in, in her time. And we, and we try to do that. But God, God and, and see, I've, I've, I've seen that in, in Scripture where, where, where I say God will let us get to the end of our ways. And, and a lot of times we get to the end of our way, we say, all right, I done ran out of way. Let me pray about it, you know. Let me pray about it. Then after I done ran out of all, all the way, that's when I start. Talking about seeking God, you know, instead of seeking him in the beginning. T too often we do that. We'll do that by hindsight. We'll, we'll, we'll after, well, I tried everything else. I might as well try God. You, you, know, you know how we do. Amen. Instead of seeking him in the beginning. But, but, but for, for people who are hard-headed, he'll let you get to the end of your ways. Then, or you, you get down to nothing and you, you done depleted all your savings and, and you say, oh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be broke if I got to run out and I got to do this and I got to do that because I don't know how I'm going to exist next month. And God said, I, I got you. But if I told you all this, see, you, you, you wouldn't be trusting me no more. See, I, see because when I show up, you'll, you'll think, Oh, I see, I knew I was going to work this thing out, you know. I, I had somebody, I, I, I had a ram in the bush here, you know, and all, all this kind of stuff. And, and then we'll start discounting the miraculous that God did in our lives because we figured out a way or we, we tried to see a way that this came about besides God. So God has to take us through this. So in verse 4, it says, they, they fished all night, and they caught nothing. Now, for, if you're a novice fisher like myself that don't know how to fish, okay, and, and, and I fished all night, you know, I just said, well, we had bad luck. Next, we ain't going to that spot no more, okay. We're going to find, we're going to ask somebody where's, you know, a, a better spot than this. But, but for fishermen to fish all night, and that's their livelihood you could be kind of depressed after fishing all night and and like i said they weren't doing this as a hobby they was they were trying to support themselves so they didn't fish all night but see, and they fished all night and caught nothing see weeping may endure for a night but, but joy cometh in the morning i know that's right and and it, and it especially comes when, when you're with jesus in the morning because the next verse says then jesus but, but but when the morning verse four but when the morning was come 
Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples knew not that it was Jesus. Okay, now, we remember, this was at night. It hadn't quite, wasn't quite day yet, okay? And, and for one or two reasons, maybe, they didn't know it was Jesus that even after being, after being with him for as long as they were. He was even too far away from him. And, and sometimes, if you, if you look in the scriptures, when Jesus rose, sometimes he appeared in another form where people didn't recognize him, okay? And so he was either too far away or they just didn't, it was dark and he, they couldn't see him. They couldn't recognize him. So in, in verse 5, it says, Then Jesus said unto them, Children, have you any meat? They answered him, no. Now, the, the, the fact that he said, children, uh, do you have any meat? This didn't give away the fact that that was Jesus. Because that, saying children, that was the same as saying sirs or uh, young men. Do you have, you know, any meat? Now, they, their pride could have got in the way. Here they are, fishermen. And this man asked him, do you have any meat? Uh, and, you know, if my pride got in the way, I said, of course I got some meat. You think I was out here all night long and they haven't caught nothing? You know, they, they could have even said that. But, but, but saying that, they run the risk of the, the man saying, okay, well, I'll take all you, I'm going to buy all you had. And they, they got an empty boat. And so, so rather than to lie about it and, and let their pride get in the way, they, they told him, no, we don't have any. So, and, and he said, they answered him, no, we, we don't have any. So, so like I said, they could have got prideful and said that. But see, sometimes God wants us to verbalize and realize where we are. If you ain't got nothing, say you ain't got nothing. Don't lie about it. See, God wanted them to actually, them to say out of their mouth, no, we ain't got nothing. We fished all night. We fishermen by trade, but we don't have nothing. We don't have nothing. And we ain't shame about it, you know. So, so, so and, 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 and see, for some people, I said sometimes God wants you to, to verbalize and realize. So, see, sometimes we have to talk to ourselves to make us realize what state we're in. You know, it's either somebody else have to tell us or we have to tell ourselves, you know, look, you know, you, you, you broke, busted, and disgusted, you know, and, and you, you need, you, you just need to call on God and stop waiting until you run out of everything to call on him or you seek help from other brothers and sisters in Christ. Don't wait until they put you out the, the, you know, tomorrow in the morning and now 10 o'clock at night you're trying to get some help from somebody you know don't, don't do that you know you, you, God got, got you in a family where you can receive the help that, that you need in, in the time of need so they he, he wanted them Jesus when he asked them do you have any meat and they said no he, he, he wanted to say I know you don't have now you know because he, he knew their state that they were in. So he's going to, Jesus is going to move them 
after they realized they verbalized this and said it out loud, he said, I want you to understand this before I move you to another state. And in verse number six, he tells them, and he said unto them, cast the net on the right side of the ship and you shall find. They cast, therefore, and now they were not able to draw it for the multitude of fishes. This has happened to them before. This wasn't the first time this happened. Y'all remember they was, they was out there and, they, and, and they, they, they were two ships and both of them doing something that the ship started sinking because of that. So I guess they having flashbacks now. You know, after, after this happening and they still didn't know uh, who, who Jesus was. They, they, here's the kicker uh, about this. When, when he asked them, do you have any meat? They said no. And, and he told them, well, cast the net on the right side and you shall find. Now, now suppose they had to say, wait a minute, hold, hold up, hold up, hold up. I could see if you was out here fishing with us and you just caught some fish and you say, fish over here or drop your nets over here because I caught some over there. But you always on the shore and you give me some advice over here, all the way out here, you know. You know, see, 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 pride can get, get man, you better get on out. You all, and you all up in our business, you know. So, but, but they didn't act like that. They and and they, they, they didn't know who this was for the man in the moon. But, but, but they took his advice, and they dropped their nets on the right side, like he told them. And, 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 and the text said, they cast it therefore, and now they were not able to draw it for the multitude of fishes. See, sometimes we, we just don't know where our help is going to come from. So, so they made the adjustment. They made the adjustment that he had, from the advice that he gave. They, they could have balked against it, but they said, look, we've been fishing all night. What do we have to lose? So, see, sometimes God might bring us advice through different mediums, and we don't like the messenger. So we, we don't receive the advice. See, sometimes he might bring it through your enemy. You know, God had a way of, of correcting Israel back in the day when, when they got above themselves. He would take their enemies and discipline them and, you know, whip them. And, and then for them to cry out, oh, God, help me. And then they run back and they grabbing God, wrapping their legs all around him, you know. Now they, they just so happy that, that, you know, to have his help. And, and they, you, like us, we get satisfied for a while, and then our legs slip, and our arms slip, and next thing you know, we, we back out there wandering again. You're uncomfortable now, you know, I, you know, I'm over that crisis, you know, and, and I'm back out there. But see, God, like I say, we never know how he's going to bring our, our advice or, 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 or what we need to get out of our situation. So we, we got to be willing to, to make the adjustments. They made the adjustment, offered the advice that they got from somebody they didn't even know who it was. And they cast their nets and got a multitude of fish. See, as I hasten to my close, see, 
in verse 7, it says, Therefore, that disciple whom Jesus loved saith unto Peter, It is the Lord. Now when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he girded his fishing coat unto him, for he was naked. That's naked don't mean literally. You know, they have other undergarments, but, you know, they have a top garment on. So, and, and he did cast himself into the sea. So, they recognized. They started putting things together. Either it was getting lighter or even things were dawning on them that this is the Lord. They realized, you know, this happened before with these fish. You know, they, they didn't say they recognized them or not, but the disciple that that Jesus loved, he recognized it. That one that had that close relationship with he said, that's the Lord. And Peter, he jumping out of the boat, you know, he, he jumping out of the boat, running to him. See, adjusting our lives to God is the first thing that has to happen in order to begin experiencing him on a daily basis in our lives. We got to adjust ourselves to him. See, for some, it is simply, simply following the advice of those above us in age or knowledge. As I said, we, we're not going to know where it's going to come by. But, but, but God has a way in, in the scriptures. He said the, the older or elder teach the younger. Okay? And we can't be younger and, and not willing to listen to sage advice from those older than us, that's because that's just God's process, okay? I, I know when I was coming up, I used to always like to hang around with people older than me. I hang around with guys or older people, and I don't know if it was the right reason. I don't know whether it was wrong or what, because they taught me some things I didn't need to know. But anyway, uh, I, 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 my, my mindset was, okay, if you're older than me, and... I'm trying to go where you already been. So if I can get some pointers from you on, on the trip there, you know, it, it can lessen, you know, you know, the blows that I have to take. So I used that mind. I was using that mindset. They taught me, like I say, taught me some things was before my time. I, I needed to, to stop my ears to that. But anyhow, but, but that, was the, that was the idea. And the scriptures just teach us that. And I know a, a brother, uh, Lucas, always says it, and, and I just feel that he say, those that are certain age teach those that are younger than they. Okay? And, you know, and that's even down to when we get children that's 9 and 10. They're supposed to be teaching those that are 4 and 5 how to act. Okay? And, you know, but, you know, at, at that age, they're not thinking about that. But we shouldn't be helping them to think about that because the 9 and 10-year-old, they shouldn't be bouncing off the walls, climbing all up on, on stuff in there because that action is teaching them to do the same thing. So, so, so we should be in, 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 instilling in them that, look, he's watching you. You know, teach them the right thing. And, and, and each of us have a job to teach each, each person younger than us, you know, God's way. As I said, some... It's going, to, it's going to be following the advice of those that are more advanced in age or knowledge. For others, it may require a major change in our job situation. So somebody say, uh, I heard, uh. See, see we, we, we might be a bartender at the club, okay, making good money off them tips. 
and stuff. But, but see, we in an environment that, you know, God don't want us to be in, you know. Or we, we, don't have, we can go to the, the other ladder over here. See, you in the corporate world. And, and you getting raises just like this. You, you climbing the ladder. But, and, and every time you turn around, you're getting a, a, another advance. But now all your time belongs to them. You, you, don't, you don't have no time. You don't, you don't have no time during the week because you work late, you know, hours. You, you, in fact, they got you working from dark to dark, okay? And, and now you, so you, you can't come out to any Bible studies or any, you can't get any spiritual feedings during the week. And man, um, they, they have you flying around the country and you, you only have one weekend that you're in town. The other weekends you're out doing business. And so you only, you only uh, go to one worship a month. That's the weekend that you're home. Maybe. You maybe go because you're tired now. And that weekend that you're home, you say, look, I, I've been all around. I'm just going to rest this weekend. I just want to put my feet up and rest. You know, I ain't doing nothing for nobody. And God been keeping you going, flying around here for Pharaoh, doing everything he wants you to do, and you climbing the corporate ladder, but, but you decreasing in the spiritual, your, your spiritual man. So, so we got to watch what we give our time to, because whatever we give our time to most, that's the thing we're growing in. Now, now I'm not against advancing. and I'm, I'm, We got to keep things in priority. We got to prioritize it. And, and, and though you might travel around the world, they got churches of Christ everywhere. You can go to church, uh, uh, churchofchrist.zip, whatever, the, 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 and find a church wherever you, you, you go at, okay? So uh, it's nothing wrong with that as long as you keep things in perspective. So some jobs will take us away from Christ while while so-called blessing us, it will be taking us away from Christ. And like I said, I'm not above and I'm not putting down advancement and advancing yourself, but advance God with that. And still for others, it could mean making changes in relationships. Let me say that again. I don't think this group over here heard. See, for some of us, it might mean making adjustments in relationships. We got some relationships that's not good for us. See, because I know I heard a long time ago, and, and it was so profound, even though it was so simple, but it was so profound that if they're not going your way, then they're in your way. If, 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 see, 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 Rodney, we're we trying to be friends, but you always coming this way, and I'm always going that way. And, and we, when, we, when we get to each other, I'm, I'm trying to go around you, you're trying to go around. And see, if you ain't going the same way I'm going, then you're in my way. Amen. That's whatever kind of relationship. That's business, that's sweetheart, or, you know, friends, or whatever. If you're not going my way, you're in my way. And the scriptures say, how can two walk in agreement unless they, well, how can two walk together unless they be in agreement? See, we got to be going the same way to be in agreement. I mean, it sounds harsh, but that, that's simple. You don't, want, you don't want to find out later in hindsight, you know what? That statement he made that I heard five years ago, I wish I had paid attention to that. Because now I see where we ain't on the same level. 
We 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 unequally yoked. We we you know I don't even know why I I I, I teamed up with you as a business partner because I know you always like to do things under the table and whatnot. And then the the, the, the IRS and everybody's about to come down on us because I got hooked up with you. So so, but the, this stuff is simple. It's simple if we if we pay attention to it. So last thing I want to say is whatever the case. You can be sure that until we adjust our lives to God, we will not receive his full blessing. Ask yourself today, where do you need to make adjustments towards him? God's just waiting. He, he'll, he'll give you the answer. But we just have to make sure we, we need to prioritize. And, and I tried to do that. I, I saw in my life where I saw it in other people's lives and I read it and heard it said about prioritizing how important that was. And when we're not doing it, we don't realize that. But then when you start doing that, I'm telling you, it'll make a difference in your life if you can consistently do that. Because a lot of times we're doing stuff that really is not promoting or not the, the, the main thing in our lives. Uh, we, 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 we over here, let me straighten this out, and, you know, and I want, I want to do this. And I got a meeting that's going on over there that I need to be at. And I'm, I'm straightening this out. This, I want this to look right and whatnot. That's not, we finished with that. I don't need to be doing this now. I'm supposed to be in a meeting over there. And now I'm five minutes, ten minutes late for this meeting over here because I'm, I'm giving my attention to something that, or, or something that can be done later on or tomorrow. You know, and, and when you stop doing that and, and you prioritize, you know, because I, I heard a statement one, one time, when we make decisions about stuff, we, we, we don't have the problem with doing, well, some of us, we shouldn't have the problem of doing what's right and wrong. We have the problem of doing what's good, better, or best. Okay. See, 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 see most of us as Christians, we, 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 we know the difference between right and wrong. But sometimes we'll we see this, we say, oh, I'm going to do this because this, this looks good, you know, this looks good right here. But when I look at it a little bit longer, they say, you know, well, instead of that, that looks good, but this is better. I, I think I'm going to do this because this better. But then when I step back and look at it again, I say, this is the best right here. This is the best right here. So it'll take a little bit of time to look at it and, and make the difference between good, better, and best. And, and, and when you do that, then you can start spinning your wheels and your, and your decisions will, will be more bountiful for you. Amen? I'm done, Rodney. Amen. So if, if you're here and you haven't obeyed the gospel, it starts with, first of all, hearing God's word, believing his word, making up your mind you're going to change. I talked about, you know, getting down to the end of your ways and, and all that. And we, we'd be hanging on just... You know, we, we've been knocked down 15 times. You know how, how it is, Josh. We knocked down and say, Josh, just help me get up to my feet again. I think I can make it again. God did knock you down to your knees 15 times. You're in a good position to pray right there, but you won't do it. You just help me. Josh, just help me up on this side. I think I, I can make it if, if you help me up, you know. But, and we'll keep on doing it. God said, no, I, I, I'm giving you that time to change. Turn around. And start doing things my way. 
confess the sweetest name on mortal tongue, and then be baptized for the remission of your sin. Now you have all the help that you need. You won't, you won't be outside the ark, leaning against the ark, you know, look what they're doing in there. Now, now you can come on inside the ark and get all the help that you need from God, being a child of God. So now maybe you just need prayer. We're going to stand and sing the hymn of invitation and give somebody a chance to obey God. I am without one plea, but that thy blood.